Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Uh, got a radio show. Yep. Yep. Sometimes that's all I can say. <laughs> yep. Man. How far I've come is really unbelievable. But you know, I finally figured it out, man. God allowed uh, me to have the life I've had so that I can become experienced at so many different things. And in this experience, when I'm talking and sharing with people, I will be able to relate to a lot of different circumstances. Not exact, but just the circumstances, you know. You know, if a person comes to me and they say, man, I've been down and out. Okay, well, I know what that is. Man, I, I I didn't have any direction. Okay, got that, been there. Man, at one point in time, man, I just kept piling mistake on top of mistake. Okay. So, you know, uh, I think what I'm trying to say to everybody is when you're going through life and life is dealing the cards that it deals, I want you to understand that life deals everybody these cards. The disappointment card, the setback card, the failure card the mishap card, the unexpected misery card. Everybody going to get the grief card. Everybody going to get the rash of bad decision card. Everybody going to get them. Understand that going in, that everybody is going to get these cards. Is how you play them, though. You know, uh, from time to time, one more time, it's how you play them. 
Uh, you know, from time to time when I'm watching TV, I, I love to watch the uh, World Series of Poker. I like watching poker tournaments on TV. Because it, it's it's really weird, re, weird what's happened to sport to, to poker. They're actually trying to call it a sport, you know. And it's the everyday guy that doesn't have to be athletically inclined to anything, who has a shot of winning a title if they play their cards right. The best poker players in the world don't have the best hands. They just make the best plays. I've seen guys win a hand with 9-2 in their hand. That's nothing. And win their hand because they knew the bluff. They knew the odds. They calculated risk. They made the stakes higher than the other person was willing to pay. They gave off the illusion that they had something when in actuality they had nothing. So what I, what I enjoy about poker and watching it is that these people, these people here, play the hand they dealt. And it ain't always a good hand. But it ain't whether your hand is good. And it ain't whether you're going to get dealt bad cards or not because you're going to get dealt some bad cards. Everybody ain't finna get two bullets in their hand. You ain't finna get two aces when you get dealt, uh, you know, when you're playing draw poker. Some of your cards going to be nothing, but you got to turn that nothing into something. So when you get dealt these cards in life, it ain't the fact that you getting keep getting them dealt. I was talking with a young person yesterday, and uh, we were talking and we keep having the same conversation over and over and over. And they could not understand why they were not moving forward. But I said, you don't understand. Every time we talk, we have the exact same conversation. It is simply because you keep getting your cards and you playing them the same way. See, until you make a conscientious uh, conscious decision to do something different, the results will continue to be the same. See, here's, here's, here's the way this works. When you're dealt the disappointments in life, it's how you handle the disappointments that determine the outcome and who you are. Because everybody going to be disappointed. Everybody going to lose a loved one. Everybody going to make a bad decision. Everybody going to wake up one morning and have done something they regretted. Everybody going to get caught at the wrong time. Every, everybody going to make a mistake. It ain't just you. It is how you play your cards when they get dealt to you that determine who you are. Now, how do I play my cards better? First of all, it's a mindset. Quit looking at everything as just the end when it happens to you. Oh, Lord, woe is me. No, everybody got your circumstances somewhere. It ain't, oh, woe is me. It's, hold on, man, okay? Let me play this out to see how God done connected this to something else. See, as soon as a person have a setback, what's the first thing a lot of people do? They go straight negative. I can't seem to get a break. I can't seem to move forward. Hold on, man. Do you realize this could be connected to something? See, you got to understand, man, that this thing is all connected, that you're not having these mishaps and these spills and accidents and falls for no reason. It's so you can become experienced at them. So when he takes you to the next level, when it happens again, you have no how and how to handle it. If you keep throwing yourself off the cliff every time something happens, you're just going to be a cliff diver. Man, stop tripping yourself out. I was talking to this young person. I kept saying, and, and you know what they tried to tell me? I'm trying to stay positive, but the people around here, they just killing that. Oh, I see. 
So when you learn something and you know something, you don't take ownership of it. You allow other people to come into what you know and believe and shake it loose from you. I don't care who you are, you're not doing me like that. Here's the deal. I have a gift that was given to me from God. That is the gift of comedy. That's what I've done. I've made the bulk of my living on that skill set right there. There are comedians who are supposedly friends of mine who I've worked with who get around in huddles with one another and they say, man, Steve really ain't funny. I don't see what they be laughing at. He ain't funny to me. He wasn't the funniest king to me. Excuse me. You're irrelevant in this conversation. Because irregardless as to how you feel about me, there are people think that I'm knocked down, kill over funny. But more importantly, I own the gift that God gave to me. I take ownership of his blessing. Because you don't think it's so, you ain't taking that from me. Stop letting people steal your joy. Stop letting people take what you're supposed to know. Look, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a kind person at heart. Man, you ain't nothing. Now you sitting here going, man, I guess I ain't. What, what you tripping for? You are a kind person. Own that. Take ownership of it. Stop letting things God has given you be taken away from others. The devil is a cold player, and he got cold players working for him, just shaking, just taking stuff from you. You know, I'm a hard worker. I really am intelligent. You stupid. Man, I thought I was a hard worker, man. They came in here and said I was stupid, man. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, what? Excuse me. You're a very bright person. Hey, y'all, take ownership. When God gives you something, blesses you with a gift, a talent, a skill set, a mindset, own it. Don't let people come in here and take it from you, man. Okay, I probably shouldn't have went there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the beginning of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and it will begin immediately as soon as I introduce this person here, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. And now we're rolling on to the next person, which is Junior Cure Spates. Morning, Unc. I'm here. Last but not least, the king of pranks, Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay! And undeniably, the forefront, the entitled name on the show, which is not the most important component, but it's pretty good, though. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, that damn Steve Harvey. Yeah! Well, <laughs> thank you! Yeah. We're all here. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's been coming to me telling me how fly, I just had to say that right out the gate, how fly you are, everyone. I mean, hands down, they're talking about all your outfits in Paris. Can I tell you something? Huh? This is what started it all. Okay. First of all, when I'm not on TV, who I have to walk next to? Mm -hmm. Yes. The blueprint. Yes. Is my the wife. Blueprint. Uh-huh. The blueprint. I call her the blueprint. <laughs> the blueprint. That's who I have to walk next to. Secondly, here's two things. Here's two things that happened. Mm-hmm. Facebook Watch said, "We don't want you to dress like you did on your talk show mm-hmm. because what we saw two years ago on NFL Honors, we'd like for you to dress like that." I said, "Well, I got plenty of that stuff." I said, "I'm just not allowed to wear it because mm-hmm. I was trying to fit into the mode of a talk show host, you know, right, take late suits. night and put a little yeah. splash to it." Mm-hmm. And then when Marjorie convinced me to hire Ellie, Ellie is a person who's really a stylist and he knows everything that's coming mm-hmm. out beforehand. He only asked me one question: 
Mr. Harvey, what would you like to be different? And I said, I want to go back to colors, man. Because I'm tired of wearing navy blue suits and pinstripes and yeah. all like this. Because, and I want to go back to colors like I did Kings of Comedy. Right. He said, done. And then he started going out and pulling things of, of that nature for me. And it really changed the whole game. But let me say this. It's more than the fact that you are fly and what you have on and everybody likes the pictures. It's like a movement in that you're showing older gentlemen, you know, what to aspire, you know, to what to aspire oh. to and all of that. They like the fact that you, you've created this niche for, you know, these zaddies for lack of a better word to just look good and what be fly in old age you know, know in their older age as they get older <laughs> it's like you know, instead from? of going the other way you're right. going the opposite way like, which is what they're talking that about ellie said was in the interview he did was you should not fall into a category because of your age that stuff right. is age appropriate like if yes. your ass is 64 you really should not be in skinny jeans Let's stop this, dog. That's not for you. Yeah. You really shouldn't be in sneakers that's not tied up. Uh-huh. That right. ain't that ain't mm-hmm. me. I'm yeah. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not finna do that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not finna wear a head rag. Right. But I still wanted to be fly and do the things right. I would do. But his ability to go out and see what's out there and introduce because I don't go to stores. Yeah. So Steve, all you have to say now is you're welcome. Really. So much, very. You welcome, Shirley. <laughs> All right, Thank you very much. I'm so happy. You Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building, and this one is from Marianne in Elmo, South Carolina. Uh. El- uh, I almost said Elmo, Elmo rights. Yeah, I never heard of Elmo, South That's Carolina. That's an Elmo, South Carolina. I didn't know they had an Elmo, <laughs> South Carolina. That's Elmo, South Carolina. Right. All right, send all your love questions to the CLO, and he'll help you out, by the way. Marianne writes, there's a boutique in town that I go to all the time, and the other day I walked in, and my friend's husband came from the back of the store with a girl that works there. He whispered to her, I thought you locked the door, and it was very awkward for a moment. I asked if he was there shopping for his wife so the wife would know he's married and I left the store. His wife called me later and thanked me for helping her husband pick out a dress. I wanted to tell her he's lying, but I didn't. I wasn't going to tell on him, but since he told, should I tell her the truth? No. <laughs> Stay out of it. She's got going to find it. out. Mm-hmm. She's going to find out. And Dang. that's it. You locked the door. That's all he had to say to that. You stupid fool. Why you yeah. say it loud enough for her to hear? Right. That was no whisper. <laughs> what you come out the front for? Right. There's a lot of what you stupid. I stuff. thought you. I thought you. Boy. No, but definitely don't say anything. She's going to find out because he's stupid. Okay. Question. Question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Were are you pleased with the fact that? He did take a dress home to his wife. Oh, I see. You got to buy a dress. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you got to buy a dress. And drug her friend in it in yes. case she said, I saw that, him there. Thank she you. She helped me pick the That's, dress out. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Oh, no. That was yeah. cold right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's slick move. That was That's straight gangster move, but that ain't going to last. <laughs> uh-uh, Them not. type. What, listen to me, Woo, fellas. Listen to me. 
Dragging your boy into the lie is one thing. When you drag her girlfriend into the lie, you that's that's not that's, that's unintelligent. Not- yeah, because now good. she's considering optional. Your boy would just go, "Hey, man, just let me know what you need me to say." I thank you for. Oh yeah, no problem. Hey, dog, you was down there buying dress. You told your wife I was helping you. Yeah, okay, cool. Now you don't involve her friend. You stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's yep. beyond stupid. stupid. Yes, yeah. stupid. Stay out of it, Marianne. According to the CLO. All right, Michelle in <laughs> Irving, Texas says, "I have a problem with my husband's mom talking about me behind my back." She has told my 11-year-old daughter that she needs to watch what she eats because she doesn't want to be wide like her mother. She told my sister that I must take after my father, who I do not do, I don't know, because my mother is slender. I know I'm wider than I've ever been, but I don't need this kind of ridicule. My husband said his mom is doing it out of love and concern for me. Am I overthinking this or is she wrong? Oh, she dead wrong. She ain't doing it out of love and concern. Mm-mm. Stop eating, baby, before you end up like your mama. <laughs> your mama must take after her daddy because her mama slim. I don't know what she doing. You and wild. you don't even know your daddy, so you think that's being helpful? Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. Come on dirty, now. Man. Yeah. And then you, you said, <laughs> I know I'm wider than I've ever when, been. Mm-hmm. Well, when you use wide as a... As a yeah. God, <laughs> man. Hey, man. As an ad- Where we going? Man. Wide? <laughs> what size is that? What yeah. size is wide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't say big. You, please, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I'm looking for a dress. Can you point me to the love seat section? <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> That's Steve. That's what yeah, but yeah, you're not overthinking it. Your, your mother-in-law is dead wrong. She is, according to the CLO. All right, moving on. Tia in Jacksonville says, I'm in a situationship with a man that I went to high school with 25 years ago. We reconnected and things are going great, but he doesn't know I'm married. I spend a lot of time at my parents' house helping them out because they're in their late 80s. I see my side dude whenever I'm there, so it has worked out so far. But now he wants to take a mini vacation, and I don't think I can. Should I tell him I'm married and see what happens? (laughs) Yes, because this man needs to know that he's in the death zone. Right. <laughs> he could get killed. Thank you. He could get Come killed. On, and not even know why. Yes. So you got to at least tell the man the risk he is. Mm-hmm. Would you want to know if he was married? Yeah, give him the option. Don't nobody want to wake up dead and don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to do that. Up here talking to God for no reason. <laughs> man, <laughs> I was just, I was just dying there. I was I just was alive. And you trying to, what? <laughs> hey dog, so you been so so you the one sleeping with my wife. I ain't sleeping with your, your wife. wife. Man, no, you lying. <laughs> so now That's he assume you lying because he assume you know you have to tell this man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you seeing him. Uh, is she saying that they see each other at 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 her mama near house? Yeah, when she well not at the house, but when she's in town to take care of them. How you ain't told this man you married? Mm-hmm. Got to tell mm-hmm. this man you married. This is normally the, uh, um, um, from a male perspective. This Always. Is mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's so, <laughs> he's, he wants her to tell the truth. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to, and like dudes, if you married and you seeing a girl, you have to tell the woman that you're married Give so she can option. assess the damage man. Just let them figure out if that's what they want to do or not. That's but right. you got this man in the death zone right here. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Shannon in Florida says, my husband and boyfriend are in the same local chapter of their fraternity and it's causing me a lot of stress. I've been with my boyfriend for several years and recently he's been trying to break it off with me. Wait a minute, hold up. Wait, wait. My husband and my boyfriend. Uh-huh, you heard me. Yeah, they uh-huh. in the same frat same in the frat. same uh-huh. chapter. Uh-huh. I'm hearing this. <laughs> I'm hearing all this here. Right I here. heard it, but I just, go ahead, Shannon. Oh, God, I don't know if we're going to have time no, go for ahead. this. Go one, ahead, Shannon. But anyway, all right, I've been with my boyfriend for several years and recently he's been trying to break it off with me. He won't come out and say it, but he's been doing weird things like joining the same chapter my husband belongs to. Is it a coincidence or should I be worried that he's getting close to my husband? He's tripping. What do I do? He ain't getting close to your husband. They're in the same chapter. You <laughs> don't even understand what this is. Oh, they done passed the cup. Dog, <laughs> Boy. Are they close? They're in the same chapter. You don't you know men, do you? Oh, look, girl. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, coming up. All y'all in the death zone. <laughs> Church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Jesse Smollett's legal case will move forward. Hmm, and we've got what? celebrity baby news. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the pastors, Deacon Def Jam and Reverend Motown. We. We. Bulgariously, uh-huh. gavel on the whimsical, whimsical. knowledge uh-huh. that he is the wine maker of all distributors. He is the stick man uh-huh. at the crap table. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. he is. The owner of the liquor store with the gun. Preach that thing, Pastor. <laughs> Come on now. He is the driver mm. of the garbage truck that won't stop at your house. Mm. Good God to me. <laughs> Good control God. control now. That's long yeah. that, that, that gets your attention. It's time yeah. for church complaints <laughs> yes. with the Honorable Deacon Death Jail. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Pastor, uh, are you in a <clears throat> in agreement with our ushers going door to door getting offering from our members since they aren't coming to church full time? Can we get all of our ushers to go door to door and pick up our offering? Cause we 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 lacking in offering right now. I just want you to know well, that. I would like. I don't mind them going, but if they're gonna go door to door, please take my niece's Girl Scout cookies with you, because if I'm tired of buying boxes, and I'm just buying boxes, take some Girl Scout cookies with you, and let it be some type of exchange from the mm-hmm. giving. Well, what feel. flavor y'all got, Pastor? All the ones don't nobody eat. Wow. <laughs> you know, that new Girl Scout cookie. Huh? I like the chocolate mints. Yeah. yeah. And the, this is my favorite. And the, one, and the other one. Uh, what, what's the other good one? Butter. Peanut butter. They like that. The other cookie, I don't, they, they oatmeal is kind of. The recent, yeah, it, 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 it's sketchy. It's sketchy. Uh-huh. Very trifling. <laughs> Tastes like raisin bread to me. Mm. 
pressed raisin bread. Other than that, the bread got I'm pretty sure if Sister Carla was here, she'd want to take that out, Carla. Probably because her baby's selling good, Carla. But that ain't yeah. one of my damn problems. She's All right, well, we do have so We dogging the cookies that don't taste good. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, Pastor, we got a situation. Uh, and I want to ban all cheerleader ribbons in the top of their hair, too. I don't care for that either. Since she's not here, I'm getting several things. Get it all in. Too. Take them hillbilly hair bowls out them little kids' hair and just let them flip. Go ahead, Tony. So all right. Uh, it's Deacon. It's not Tommy. It's two different people. All right. uh, we have a light. Skin, dark skin standoff about who sits on the front pew. Well, let me just stop uh, you right there. I got all my money on the dark skin people. Go ahead. <laughs> they want they see in church. Uh, yeah, all at my the church. Get down to her ass with me. I can tell you right now. Well, let me grand? tell you. Let me let, let me tell you who's arguing, Pastor. Like yeah. I said, we have a, a dark skin, light skin standoff. Uh, uh, who sits on the front pews here at the church? Uh, Idris Elba and Terrence Howell are at odds. Now, who you think and- gonna win that right there? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> gonna beat Terrence Howard. Hey, go ahead next. Uh, well, the the problem is is that uh, they 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 are about to come to blows, but they won't. It ain't the, the, gonna the- last. Anybody else? <laughs> no, it's just Terrence and, and Idris. Oh, well, all and, my money on Idris. <laughs> well, we want you to talk care. to him before it gets, no, you know. No, f- I'm putting cup. money we, on mine right here. <laughs> that boy straight out of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> he going he to beat the slave owner out of Terrence house. Anyway, <laughs> move along. <laughs> I'm sorry, sure. you I didn't know it pure African I, mixed race. I didn't know it was gonna go that way. He gonna whip the overseer right out of Terry's ass. The overseer. <laughs> this for you this sneaking I'm in the quarters this that night anyway. I'm leaving this church. <laughs> and yes, I'm sure I'm cool with that. <laughs> Another one, she ain't here. Run it. <laughs> Come on, Deacon. I, all right, I don't really want to bring up bring, be the bearer of bad news, but the congregation is asking for me to be their new pastor because they don't think uh, you're taking uh, the church seriously anymore. Would you consider stepping down? Right, we all know the answer to that. Why are we bringing it forward? Why would he put that in there? <laughs> Your little I ass mean, is not going to be the best. First of all, we're leaving the podium the same height as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm cutting it in half. So now. <laughs> Don't get the overseer be at your I guess I'll... He's still over there, Junior. <laughs> I guess I'll take that back to the... <laughs> take that yeah, back to it. Take that back. Uh, uh, our three white members uh, that are members here at the church uh, were at the Capitol on January 6th. They want our support and asking if we can get Benjamin Attorney Benjamin Crump to plead their cases. Oh, that's uh, not going to happen. Okay, this right now. And as far as your ass being a member here now, you can stop saying that. While you was climbing over that wall, you should have found a new church to climb into. 
Because you out of the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. <laughs> you might as well have had on that raccoon hat, far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I didn't care for now, him now, Pastor. I saw him. One of them is paint the... On the <laughs> go, go, go ahead. One of them is the Viking guy. I just thought I'd That's know That's exactly that. who I thought it was, and the other white one had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Mm-hmm. Get his ass, too. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're cooperating with the FBI and the Special Department of Justice uh, Committee on uh, January 6th. Matter of fact, I'm Amen, breaking news. Amen. I'm heading up the committee. Amen. Mm-hmm. But where they Donald are. Trump in trouble, too. Oh, Lord. I, I got wait. the whole tape of him telling them we ought to go down there. <laughs> Why they act like they ain't here? This tape is everywhere. Now, Pastor, do we want to pray for uh, uh, pay Donald pray. Trump? Do we want to have prayer for him? Yeah, already uh, a vigil? Huh? Already have. And so far, it's working. The indictments is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. All right. Here in an answering prayer. We gotta stop. Got a committee form, got indictments coming in. What a how good is God? Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment, and we'll have some national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Philadelphia native, iconic rapper, actress, and television host Eve. Our girl Eve is expecting her first child with her husband, Maximilian Cooper. Max has four children from a previous marriage, but he and Eve have been trying to have a child for quite a while now. They've been married since 2014, and we're happy for them both. That is really, really good news. Eve is due in February. Eve's a nice person, too, man. Like yeah, it's a billion yeah. dollar baby right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But first, you do not succeed. Keep trying. <laughs> Keep trying. And uh, congratulations again to Usher and his girlfriend on the birth of their son, Sire Castrello. Uh, the couple welcomed their baby boy on September 29th. Sire Castrello. Uh-huh, Castrello, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They also have a one-year-old daughter, Sovereign Bo. Sovereign Bo. You know, I'm going to have a baby and name it Mystical Equation. Mystical Equation. <laughs> okay, what? there's two that things wrong with that, with that. With yeah, that. First, first, you have you a gonna baby. You're going to have a baby. That's, <laughs> that's wrong. God kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Would you really know? Like, yeah, I'm out. I ain't finna do this. A crib. <laughs> a crib. Burping, Steve. Burping. Diapers. Bert, a, ba- a bassinet. <laughs> what? Car seat. Communicating with no words. We crying. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> 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 you mean hold me? <laughs> Stroller up, out. I love baby. Stroller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, um, in, in other news, we're going to move on here. Actor Jesse Smollett. Uh, his last ditch effort now to have a judge dismiss his criminal case was denied. It has been denied. A grand jury indicted Smollett in March back in uh, 2019 for disorderly conduct after he made a false report to police about being the victim of a racist and homophobic hate crime. All charges were unexpectedly dropped just weeks later, sparking outrage. We all remember this. The case, however, was revived by a special prosecutor, and Smollett was again charged with disorderly conduct. 
Jussie's attorney said his rights were being violated since he had already performed community service and forfeited a $10,000 bond under a previous deal to drop the charges in Cook County. In court Friday, Smollett's attorney said, hey, a deal's a deal. Uh, That's ancient principle. But Judge James Lynn said the case is now being led by a special prosecutor appointed by another judge, and he would not upset that arrangement. Therefore, Jesse's criminal case will move forward. Wow, I thought we were done with that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I thought he had a deal myself. Mm -hmm, And so, mm -hmm. you know, once he did the deal and did the community service and paid the money, I thought that was it. But they they were so angry with this guy. They just going they going to try to make an example out of him. But you know, y'all 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 letting police officers go with whooping, with killing black folks. So, I'm okay with Jesse Smollett going home. On so you cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool, man. Y'all we sitting up here. We got way look and it happened a while back and he did a deal and he paid the money and he did the community service and he was wrong. Very much so. You know what I mean? Started a firestorm. And it was a victimless crime. So what? He had America. said he had a mega hat on. You know what they say with the hat on, actually say and do? They drive in the crowds and kill people with cars. And and they climb over walls. Y'all do that. Fix January 6th. Mm. Instead of trying to fix the Jesse Smullett case. I want to see some convictions and some time served for breaking up into that building. If yeah. them was black people, man, what do you what? know? They still be locked up. For that, yeah. All right, Steve, we're going to move on here. Time for headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very, very much. Authorities say that a group of American Christian missionaries has been kidnapped in Haiti. According to the BBC, at least 15 men, women, and children were abducted from a bus right after visiting an orphanage. Haiti has one of the highest kidnap rates in the world, with powerful gangs exploiting the currently unsettled political and chaotic situation down there to make money off ransom payments. Since the assassination of President Moise, rival gangs have been trying to gain control of the country. The Biden administration right now working with Haitian authorities as they are to get those uh, people back. Jury selection begins in Brunswick, Georgia today for the three white men accused of murdering an innocent, unarmed black jogger named Ahmet Arbery back in February 2020. Arbery chased down for no reason by white men in pickup trucks, cornered and shot to death. They claimed Arbery was a thief and that they murdered him in self-defense. That's despite the fact that prosecutors say Arbery had no stolen goods in him and wasn't armed with anything. No charges brought against the defendants for three months and only after the story went national. Pastor John Perry is the former head of the local NAACP. They were given a courtesy that the normal citizen would not have received. And particularly in the black community, if you were found to have killed someone, you know, you're getting handcuffed and you're getting booked. Ahmed Arbery, just one more in the name of a, on a horrific list, including Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin and George Floyd. Former President Trump has been called to testify under oath and by video today in connection with a civil lawsuit. The case in question dates back to before Trump was elected commander in chief, stemming from a 2015 altercation outside Manhattan's Trump Towers when a group of Mexican demonstrators say they were roughed up by Trump security guards. They claimed Trump was responsible because his guards were acting on his behalf and a judge agreed that there was evidence has suggested uh, Trump has denied any wrongdoing and the trial could begin before the year is out. We have no word, actually, if he's going to testify today 
or not. Uh, the, the demonstrators were very upset because he had called Mexican immigrants rapists and drug dealers. Police in Houston are still searching for a gunman who shot three police de- deputies on Saturday, killing one of them, leaving the other two hospitalized. One man in custody. However, reportedly, authorities don't consider him the shooter. President Clinton, the former president, been discharged from a Southern California hospital where he's been under treatment for an infection since last Tuesday. He's to finish his treatment up in New York. And finally... Well, maybe major Hollywood studios and union crew members tentatively agree to a new contract, but it's not signed. Stay tuned. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we're going to do something different here. We're going to play a game of Would You Rather, okay? okay? You know the premise of this game, Would You Rather. Would you rather? All right, Steve, let's go. All right. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for just one week. No, I got wow. to take them socks for a month. <laughs> Tie them shoes up tight as oh. I can every day and walk on out there proudly. <laughs> and just just keep moving. Don't stand around nobody too long where the, where it can, you know, where the, where the funk can simmer up straight up into there. Just keep moving. You know, do a lot of dance steps and stuff like that. I cannot. I repeat. I cannot. Slide them same draws on for a week. Ooh, you know how gamey they are. You know how gamey. You ain't even going to be able to just stand there and unzip your pants to take a leap. You ain't going to be able to do that. Don't you crack that zipper. But you know how some people uh, turn their underwear inside out. No. Surely I would. uh, What they call it? Geronimo? I go Geronimo before I do that. It's called Commando. Commando, boy. Oh. Jesus. What? What? Geronimo. It's called Geronimo. It's Commando. Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. I didn't know. All right, here oh, we Geronimo. go. Uh, would you rather get one billion dollars today? One or, billion dollars today. You ain't even got to do or. You ain't even. One billion dollars. Go ahead. Or add twenty more years to your life. One. Ooh. Okay. Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait, no, see, let me finish. Let me finish. No, wait, wait, wait. Do, do all I get is 20 from today? You would, yeah, would you? No. <clears throat> like, say, no, 20 more years, period. Say you come to the end of your life, and then you get Nobody another. know when the end is. Yeah, you don't know, but when but it is, you get 20. Years. Just add 20 more uh, years. No, well, don't give me that billion today, then, because God going <laughs> to let me go to 104. I'm out anyway, but this one billion going to make it nice. Give me that one billion, and I'll tell you, I go out here whenever the Lord call me. <laughs> so you'll take the billion end, but right now, Tommy, and and die and die the next day. No, no, no. I ain't no. I ain't say die and and die whenever the Lord gonna call me home. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If, I kinda if it's at ninety two, I go at ninety two. If it's one hundred four, like I'm hoping for, you know, yeah. I take that. Well, we all know how cool you are, cause he gonna call you and tell you when it's time. You ain't gonna, yours ain't gonna come. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't gonna just, it ain't gonna just be. He gonna let you know. I know. I gotta come get you in a couple weeks. Well, that's he what gonna, I'm thinking. One hundred and four, cause we've had that discussion. <laughs> sure hope I'm right. <laughs> all right, that ends. Would you rather for today? So we found out something about you, Steve. <laughs> Coming up in thirty-four minutes after the hour, we'll have some trending headlines for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
This weekend in upstate New York, billionaire Bill Gates' oldest daughter got married. It was on her 124-acre horse farm that her father bought her. Design crews and wedding planners created a lavish venue and spared no expense. Of course not. Uh, Reportedly, four new buildings were built on the property. Massive pavilions with floor-to-ceiling windows and a large semicircular stage. Weeks of construction caused a problem with the neighbors, so the wedding planner extended invitations to the neighbors and delivered restaurant gift vouchers and bottles of wine with personalized apologies. So, Steve... You've had two daughters to get married, and we've been to those weddings. Did you spare any expense like Bill Gates? How was your Well, I ain't got Bill Gates' money. Of course not. The problem I made with my daughters was I promised them I'd give them the day of their dreams. Mm -hmm. What I should have put was a budget attached to it. What should a wedding cost? What should it really cost? Not as much as they do. (laughs) Yeah, not nearly as much. The problem is you you keep adding and adding. I mean, like like stuff. like, what's a good number? Fifty thousand dollars for your. Daughter? I mean, let's let's. Well, oh. No, you're not finna get away with that. You no. can stop that right now. That was the number you can't. You can with. stop that. Yeah. <laughs> you have well, Rolls Royces. Stop. <laughs> uh, Whatever the car costs, get up in that range. That's three something. Are you crazy? For one day. Watch. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Okay. I sure want to hear when Sydney come in here and tell you that's what she wants. I want to hear your dumb ass say no. I don't want to hear that. That's what I want to hear. And you know that's his baby. Uh That's my baby right there. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. No. And she's such a great kid anyway, straight A's, all of that. No problems at Mm -hmm. all with her. None. Ain't like our sons come in to ask for that. He, boy, you wouldn't spend if he come in here for fifty dollars for what? For what? You need fifty dollars for what? Hell, you finna buy for fifty? What the hell costs exactly fifty? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about you, Junior, and your nephews? <laughs> My nephew? Oh hell no. Uh-uh. He don't got no driver's license. He's still Ubering at eighteen. Hell no. <laughs> Anybody who's no driving himself to the store? No, nah, he Ubers everywhere. A lot of young yeah, kids do he that. He said, though. yeah, they do that. Dog. He don't have no drive like nothing. He don't need no money. Your ass, ass need job. Uber back do and you, forth. Do, I'm not paying this account no more. Do you know how much, if, if how, what the thrill I had for my mama to send me around the corner at 16 in the car to yeah. get something? Do you know the thrill I had? He was that? asking. Ooh, mom, I, I forgot something at the store. Let me go back and get the rest oh, of it. You, you, yeah. yeah. you want a garlic powder. I bought garlic salt. <laughs> Let me go get the garlic powder, mom. Yeah. Uh, you took the long give the re- way. Give me the receipt. To the store. Ooh, man. Because everybody had to see you in the neighborhood. Everybody had to see you. Mm-hmm. You took the what? long way around the whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. To oh. drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was such freedom. Such freedom oh, that was. They don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. $300,000 wedding? Boy, well, I you're mean, not going to you know. believe how it's going to add up. The venue, yeah. the number of guests, you got the plates the per plate. Then you got to decorate the place. Then she probably going to want to have it at a church in a separate venue. Mm-hmm. Then you got to get cars. Then she got bridal party, got a pre-dinner. Then you got to have the uh, the groomsmen all got to fly in and all the bridesmaids got to fly. That's you. The father had to pay for that. Yeah. See, Tommy, what? we got traditional families. Yeah. You ain't oh, wow. new. 
Now you it tag you it three hundred. I bet you it costs more than that. I Start promise you. Start saving that. now. I promise do, you that. Do, it's do gonna Papa cost more cater? than college. Do Papa, do Papa has cater? What? I just asked. Yeah, they cater. They cater, but that ain't and it's delicious. But that ain't what they gonna want. We love Popeyes. <laughs> Some biscuits, but is it Popeyes? Tommy, the wedding plan, the dress. Yeah, the dress. The dress. Mm-hmm. The dress. The invitations. Oh, you're so right, Steve. Hold on, the hold on. The food. Hold on, hold on. All the food. Then your yeah. wife's dress. Yes. Oh, what is man. she wearing the a dress for? Because it's her Green big bearer. day, too. Duh, her and Sydney going to this day day. This ain't just <laughs> All right, we got to go. She already married. Hell. Start saving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, a prank phone call for today, right after this. Cha-ching. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, well, about four minutes after the hour, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, he doesn't want his ex to hate him. All right? Hmm. Find out what that's all about in just a little bit. Why he care about that? I know. I know, right? Give a damn about (laughs) how she thinks. But right now... Uh, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Yo trash stinks. It's it supposed to, is. right? Yeah. I, I Yo trash it stinks. Junior and, and, and Shirley, I don't care how y'all feel. His <laughs> trash stinks. And that's <laughs> It's trash, <laughs> it's supposed to. Yeah. It's supposed to, but so what, evidently. So what y'all was doing? Just, just it's a li- what, oh, potpourri oh, junior, over here? Oh, Junior, my my trash is nice, boy. <laughs> My trash, nice boy. Boy, let me tell you something. When I put my when I put my trash out, cause you know I'm, I'm way out in the woods, so I have to pour Clorox all over it, so the raccoons and all the other little varmints don't don't come get in it. If you got to pour Clorox on your trash, you live in a nice ass neighborhood. I know that, cause I just go down to the dumpster and dump mine. I, how much? How much that? how much that is to pour Clorox? How, how much you got to stay in that? that? Yeah. No, that ain't what he said, sir. He said, how much money that is. That's what he said. <laughs> that scared me. Yeah. Go ahead. Yo, trash. Yo, trash stinks. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello. Hey, I'm trying to, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to reach Swerve. Yeah, this is me. Who it is? Hey, how, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm one, I'm one of your neighbors, but I'm, I'm, I'm one street over from you. You over there off, uh, you at River Ranch Drive? Yeah, that's right. Who it is? This Rico, man. How you doing? I'm I'm one of your neighbors on the next street over. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing good, brother. How you how you get my number? Uh, one of the neighbors on your block gave me the number, man. We was we was uh having a little situation. Wanted to reach out to you. Uh, some stuff going on here in the neighborhood, man, and wanted to try to make you aware of it. Well, what what's going on, brother? Uh, it seemed like um, well, you know, the trash man run on on Tuesday, okay, and, and Saturday, right. Now, the problem is that that, that uh, a lot of people, I guess since the holiday just passed, you know, a lot of people got their stuff out on the, uh, on the curb already. Right. Right. Now, the, the, the problem is that, that, that they're saying, man, is that your, your trash is actually really, really foul. It's smelling, it's smelling pretty bad, and we wanted to call you, man, and see oh, if you didn't hold mind. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you calling me because you smell my trash? Well, yeah, they say yours is the one that's really stinking, man. And if you could actually maybe put it in, put it back in the in the in the garage until Tuesday, you know. I'm not uh, putting no trash in no garage. That's why I put it outside. I didn't have enough room in the garage. 
Okay, well, well see, that's... Who, and who is everybody saying my trash thing? Hey, 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 listen, I'm, I'm sorry, hey, I'm not hey, trying to, you know... this is what I want to tell you. If everybody in the hood got a problem with my trash thing, you tell them to come take the out. Okay, well, 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 well we, we, we've discussed that, too, but listen... Listen, we don't want no trouble, man. If we could just get you to put your trash back in. The I'm garage. not moving no trash. I pay rent over here, my brother. Hey, 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 we're not going to go back and uh, I'm not going to go but back I don't give a what you're going to do. I'm telling you where I pay rent at. Don't tell me to do over here. Okay, well, listen, man. Uh, aren't you concerned that your trash is stinking and reeking through the whole neighborhood? I don't give a damn. If who smell my trash, if they got a problem with it, tell them to come take it out. Steal it in and stay it out there. Okay, well, that's the problem. The problem is, is that you took it out, and you took it out too early. You, you shouldn't have put this out till Tuesday morning. And that's Tuesday, what we're going to start Tuesday, Saturday, to Monday, Friday. If I put it out there and say it out there today, come get it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you, man. I okay? don't give a damn what you're going to do. You ain't going to call me telling me to take my trash out. I pay rent over here. Okay, well, hey. How uh, is everybody smelling my trash out of everybody on the Street. I, I don't know. I, 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 from my understanding, it's, it's a couple of holes in it and some, some food or something must have got out. I don't know if, a, if one of the rodents or a dog got in it or what the case may be. But, you know, we need to try to get your trash in the backyard or something, I, man. My trash ain't going no damn well. And how come you the one? What you the focusing on this? How come my next door neighbor ain't calling? How come your around the corner and you call? Who put you up to this? Well, well everybody's smelling it. I was just fortunate enough to get your phone number. I said, well, look, I just gone and called it myself. Well, I tell you this. You and the that gave you my phone number. Tell the come take it out. Still then, it ain't going nowhere, Claire. Okay, well, 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 well listen, let's swerve. This way we decide on in case we got to this situation with you. And I what, just, what's that? I just come over there and put the trash in your backyard until you Tuesday know? morning. And Tuesday morning, I'll come back over there and take it out. Oh. That way, all the smell will be in your backyard. And Hold it won't on. Be out on the you say you go what? I'm going to come over there and put the trash in your backyard so the, so the smell, that funky, I mean, that, that, that I'm let sorry. Me tell you, let me tell you this, man. If you come over here, you might well call the police because that's who you're going to need if you come over here. Bring all the that had a problem saying my trash thing to come over here and take it out. Well, hey, come man, you, you, I mean, you, you, try, you, trying to, you trying to act like it don't smell, man. Well, I don't give a if it smell. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go out and put Clorox on it. Would that, would, that, would that help you out a little bit? Oh, 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 okay, but see, that's not what the people in the neighborhood want. We want you to I take I don't give a damn what they want. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. And how the f*** did you get my phone number any damn way? I, I already told you, man. I got your number for one of the neighbors on your street that said they don't want to get in the middle of the Tell me who, to the left or to the right. Tell me which one of the Okay, what, listen, 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 swear. Once you get to the meat of the problem, the problem is your trash stink, dog. How is my trash? How in the hell y'all pinpoint my trash out of everybody else's trash on the block? And how in the hell you smell mine? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if your trash busted open or what the deal is, but everybody's saying, everybody's saying it's swerve trash that, that's stinking. Listen, that's too much trash for me to be going through trying to see what stinks. It's dying trash out there, and it's going to stay out there until they come get it. And you ain't coming over there. Okay, now, that's, see, that's where you're wrong, Swerve. No, I am wrong. coming over there. I'm coming over there, and I'm going to take that trash and put it in the backyard till two. Now, if you're going to try to get in my way, whatever. But i got to go on and get this trash in the backyard. I tell you what, bring your over here right now. I'm going to put on my suit. I'm standing on the porch right now. Bring your around the corner. Come on, Rico, whatever your name is. Rico. I'm Rico one street over, and I'm smelling your nasty Trash, man. Take your trash out. My may smell, but you ain't gonna come take it out. I bet you that. Hey, 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 listen, swerve. 
I'm going to say this. Man, man, stop calling my name. Excuse me? Stop calling my name. Who in the hell told you to call me Swerve? All my call me by that name. Okay, well, hey, 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 that's what they call you. What's wrong with me calling uh, uh, you, you Swerve? You don't call me that Name. Now you fan my chance thing. Come over here and take the chance out. Hey man, I ain't, I ain't nobody sitting there scared of you, swear. I'm trying to get I'm trying I, to get the name. Didn't I just tell you stop calling my name and no Word. Come over here. I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Okay, well, hey, then, then it is what it is. Bottom line, I'm on my way over there to move that damn trash. Come up. Come over here. Come over here and move it. I'm on the porch right now. Come on over well, here. Meet me out by the nasty thinking trash you got. I'm standing right next to it now. Okay, well, I tell you what, I'm on my way now. And, and, and guess what I'm going to do when I get over there? What the you ain't going to do? What the you going to do? I'm going to tell you my damn name when I get over there. My name is Nephew. Tommy from the Steve Who? Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin, Arise. <laughs> oh, man, get the f*** out of here. Get the f*** out of here. Hey, man, I got to ask you something, dog. What is, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, man, I'm D-Harvest, though, man. <laughs> 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 Funky trash. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. It's just, you know, that's, hey. Trash thing. Yeah, your trash thing. That's just it. Okay. That's nasty. <laughs> Get yourself together. Hey, I just finished um, first episode, um, Ready to Love. Yes, you did. I'm getting emails. I'm getting I'm getting hit up on social media. People are liking it in the Chocolate City, Washington, D.C. Keep watching. Curveballs coming every single episode. The nephew is throwing them curveballs. I, I promise you. But episode number four, I'm going to throw the hardest curveball you have ever seen. I can't oh, wait. OMG. Episode number four? Okay. Episode number four. Okay. Junior? I'm throwing a curveball, baby. Watch me. Watch me work. Don't come in low. (laughs) Watch your kneecaps. Thank you, Neff. All right. Congratulations. Coming up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. He doesn't want his ex to hate him. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, he doesn't want his ex to hate him. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a man for almost two years, and I won't move in with him until I get a ring, and he's fully over his ex. He was in a 10-year relationship when we met, and he said that he was just looking for a reason to leave. He said that he doesn't love her and would never marry her because she has anger issues and she started smoking cigarettes. We became the best of friends, and I helped him work through the breakup with her. About six months after he was officially done with her, he asked me to be his girlfriend. We are in our mid-40s, so I told him I wasn't going to date him unless his intention was to eventually get married. He promised that his goal for us was for us to be husband and wife. But he has a problem. It's his ex-girlfriend. She calls him to vent about her problems at work, or she'll call him to tell him good news about her son. Basically, any reason is a good reason for her to call him. 
I have asked him why he takes her calls, and he said it's because he doesn't want her to hate him. He said he still wants to maintain a friendship with her because he was with her for so long. There have been times that she calls and he will go into the kitchen to talk to her. And if I listen in, I hear him telling her to let stuff go and not let stuff bother her. I've told him many times that she still got him wrapped around her finger, but he says it ain't so. I have told him that he only needs to worry about me and make sure I don't hate him. I don't think he still wants her because he talks to her in front of me 98% of the time. But what about that 2% that I don't get to hear? Should I worry about him backsliding with her? Well, I mean, there's definitely a possibility because they still have that connection. That phone connection seems pretty strong. Um, but, you know, you're putting up with this. I mean, you're you're not saying anything or, or really, you know, doing too much when he is talking to him. And I, I think this letter is really about the two of them, not the two of you, not you and him. You don't need to move in with him because basically, I think if, if you did at this point, it would be like a threesome because he spent so much time with her. Uh, it's more like you, him, and her in this situation. It doesn't matter whether he talks to her in front of you or not. He shouldn't be talking to her at all at this point. He should have let that go. Like he told her to let those things go, he should do it too. Um, I, I don't think neither of them have let anything go. The truth is he obviously does still have feelings for her and, and doesn't see or care that this is totally disrespectful to you and you guys' relationship. I think you, sh you need to tell him that you've had it with her calling him and him talking to her and uh, he needs to act like it because he's with you now. I mean, what happened to your plans about getting a ring and becoming husband and wife and all of that? You, you haven't even talked about those things lately, have you? I, I don't think it's going to happen as long as she's in the picture. And she needs to go. And if she doesn't go, you need to go. Steve? Well, I, I, don't, I don't get anything about this letter, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't want his ex to hate him. Eh, cool. I ain't want mine to hate me either. But, but it ain't work out like that. Mm -hmm. The hate is real. <laughs> as real as it can get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hatred, to be more exact. <laughs> hate is not a strong enough word that has happened in my life before. Oh. Uh, repudiate oh, I'm trying to think of words despise disdain uh, yeah disdain uh, hope the worst for you uh, what uh, praying <laughs> for your undoing uh, <laughs> hope you die that yeah oh, oh hell yeah hope you die matter of fact I will attempt several <laughs> attempts on your life I've had that <laughs> So this little punk ass letter you done wrote ain't nothing to do. Let's just be this is lightweight. Yeah, this did lightweight. This little pooty putt letter right here. This Rudy poo right here, boy. This ain't, this ain't nothing right here. My life. Oh, you've been dating a man for two years, and you you ain't gonna move in him until you get you ain't gonna move in with him until you get a ring. And he's fully over his ex. He was in a ten year relationship when we met, and said he was he was looking for a reason to leave. Excuse me. He, he couldn't think of something. Mm. 
This what I don't understand this right here. He said, you know, he was in a 10-year relationship when we met, and he was just looking for a reason to leave. Well, he couldn't think of nothing. Right. I could. He said that he don't love her and would never marry her because she got anger issues, and he started, started smoking cigarettes. I think what the real problem with this letter is, he don't want his ex to hate him because he's scared of her. I think he's scared of this woman with this anger management. He's trying to stay cool because she got something hanging over on his head. That's what I think this whole thing is about. Because I don't give a damn how you feel about me. Miss me with your love. I don't give a damn if you ever consider me again. Bye, Felicia. We come back. I'm an expert on this right here. Okay, Steve, I just want to say this one thing before we go. This letter is not about you. You feel like it, though. (laughs) (laughs) So just bring all some of that down. He don't want his ex to hate him. Who don't? (laughs) I tried that route. It don't work. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. He doesn't want his ex to hate him. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, the subject is he doesn't want his ex to hate him. Yeah, this man right here, is, he's got it so confused. He don't want his ex to hate him. Hmm, well, get in line, homie. It don't always work like that. In a 10-year relationship when he met and he said he was just looking for a reason to leave, like I said before, he couldn't think of something. He said he didn't love her and Never would marry her because she has anger issues and started smoking cigarettes. Uh, so y'all became the best of friends. You helped him work through the breakup. And then about six months after he's officially done, well, he asked you to be his girlfriend. Mm, we in our mid-40s, and I told him I wasn't going to date unless the, his intention was eventually getting married. You in your 40s, he was, he was girlfriend. He was in a relationship with a woman that was a girlfriend. So he liked girlfriends. That's what it, They was in a 10-year relationship. They oh, wasn't married. Mm-hmm. So... They was they was girlfriends. Now he got you. You know he like girlfriends, not wives. Yeah, he don't like wives and commitments. He like girlfriends. Forty mm-hmm. year old girlfriends. That's cute. Anyway, uh, I told him I wasn't gonna date him unless his intention was eventually get married. He promised that his goal was us to be husband and wife, but he has a problem. It's his ex-girlfriend. She calls him to vent about her problems at work, or she'll call to tell him good news about her son. Basically, any reason is a good reason for her to call him. I ask him why he wants, why he takes her calls, and he said it's because he doesn't want her to hate him. This is the key to the letter. He don't want her to hate him. The reason they broke up is because she starts smoking cigarettes and has anger issues. Ain't nothing worse than a mad ass woman smoking a cigarette. <laughs> got that cigarette just dangling on the tip of her lips. I, 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 I tell you one thing: when I see her, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill him. As soon as I get my hands off, I'm, I'm gonna kill him. Got that cigarette just dangling out the tip of, tip of her lip like your uncle at work on cars. Uh-huh. You know, out there with that cigarette just dangling. I tell you what, I tell you what, you had Fred, you had Fred by me. I hope though. I whooped somebody's ass, but that, but that cigarette. It used to look so cool, though. That cigarette just be talking the whole time. Yeah. She talking, that cigarette going up and down. Ashes flicking off on her dress and stuff. But she mad. Uh-huh. He's scared of her. He is scared of her. Uh-huh. He don't want her to hate him. He say he still want to maintain a friendship with her because 
he was with her for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, what they got to do with it? If you want to maintain a friendship, you should stay with her. Mm-hmm. But he said a minute ago he was just looking for a reason to leave. Because yeah. he's scared of her. <laughs> he's She crazy. That's why he got to talk her down off the bridge when he called. He got to go in the kitchen. Baby, stop letting everything bother you. Stop talking about killing people. Stop. <laughs> Baby, you can't kill everybody every time they get mad at you. You got to stop this. Baby, stop. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, you shouldn't kill her. So what? She wore the same dress to work with you. Baby, stop. <laughs> baby, 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 hold up. Baby, baby, stop smoking them damn cigarettes now. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, we talking. You heard talking. through the phone up? Baby, 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 we talking. Don't blow the smoke in my face no more while we Don't talk. do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. I know, I know, I know. But baby, I'm, I'm, I'm still cool with you, though. Mm-hmm. I'm still Man. cool with you because cause me and you, we cool. You ain't got mm-hmm. to say all that. <laughs> you ain't got to what? You ain't got to call my job no more. Don't call down mm-hmm. there no more. Stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> baby, I look, I'm still. Okay, just don't download nothing else on Facebook about me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna talk with you. I still love your son. You know, I still I was I was in right, part of right. his life for ten years. I know he's 25. I, that's okay. He can still call me that, baby. I promise you, I ain't gonna change nothing. Baby, hold on. I'll be off in a minute. <laughs> See, look, baby, hold. I'm talking. I was talking to uh, talking to my to my to my woman in here. Cause she my, she my woman. Now. Me and you, me and you broke up. What? <laughs> Baby, I said, give me a minute now. I'm, look, she in there tripping. I just let me talk to her, cause you know I'm wow. trying. I'm trying to maintain this friendship with us, cause me and you we've been cool all this time, huh? I know, I know you got some on me. I know that, but you ain't got to keep saying that though. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Baby, mm-hmm. look. Baby. Hold on one minute. Wait a minute. Baby, I was talking to her now. <laughs> but I came in here. <laughs> she can talk about on two phones. She always tripping about this 2% of the time I talk to you in private. Because I be trying to talk you down off the bridge. Because you always talking about killing somebody. And don't nobody want to die all the time, baby. That's what you got to work on that. You, you still ain't trying to get yourself no help. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about some help, baby. Just a little help. Baby. Just so you can talk to somebody. Don't worry about that while I'm calling her, baby. Because she's going to come over here and kill her. <laughs> baby, hold on. Baby, baby, do, quit worrying about me calling her baby now. <laughs> you want to be baby or you want to be dead, baby? What kind of baby? Hold on, man. This stuff make that damn All right. Sense. We got to go crazy. Yeah, we got to go. I don't know. All right. Hit us up on Instagram or Steve Harvey FM with your thoughts on today's letter. Please check out the Strawberry Letter you. podcast. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, baby, baby, I hear you loading, I hear you loading that gun. Oh, I know what shell sound like. Stop putting bullets in the gun and let's just talk. Coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after now. this. Keep running your mouth. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The National GOP came to Cardi B's defense after Cardi tweeted last Thursday that she's going to stop sharing her political views. Cardi tweeted, I was tired of getting bullied by the Republicans and also getting bashed by the same people I was standing up for. 
Paris Denard, a national GOP spokesperson, told TMZ that Cardi should continue talking politics because if she stops, young people will also be scared to express themselves for fear of backlash from Democrats and Republicans alike. Denard insists that having an influencer like Cardi B sets an example for others, particularly young people. So here's the question. What do you guys think about that? Cardi B is an influencer because she has been, especially during the last election. I mean, I think she's she's an important voice. Mm-hmm. All voices are important because we have to combat what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listen, man, you have to combat the lies. You can't just sit still and just let the lie get told. The election was stolen. No, it wasn't. No, no it wasn't. Biggest lie. And here's the deal. The right has some 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 decent viewpoints. The left has some different viewpoints. We got to find the ground where we both can exist. Everything Joe Biden do ain't wrong just cause you're a Republican. But, but they're making they're, but yeah. they're politicizing stuff, they're politicizing the vaccination. They politicizing, you know, the vaccine. Well, how is that a political a person <laughs> have the right to do what they want to do? Man, y'all miss me with that. But then you turn around and you tell a woman what she got to do with her body when it comes to an abortion. But everything else, you get to pick and choose what you want to do with your body. But now when it comes to abortion, you're going to try to ram that down everybody's throat. But the the hypocrisy of that statement right there is, it is a known fact Mm -hmm. that Republicans get just as many abortions as do Democrats. Stop this, man. Stop this. But you get them evangelicals all fired up. Mm -hmm. They ass gets abortions too. Put it down on paper. Promise you they do. Them people is gay too. Y'all sitting up here and act like something wrong with being gay because you are evangelical. But you gay too. So Mm -hmm. stop this foolishness, man. And then y'all will not stand up for anything that happened to black people. Evangelicals don't raise their voice against racism or police brutality. So miss me when you raise your voice against anything else. Because all y'all doing that too. Every last one of y'all. Bet you. Send me the facts that say you ain't. Because I bet you is. (laughs) Uncle Steve (laughs) said it. Yeah. So Cardi B, keep doing what you're doing, girl. Hell yeah. And me too. Watch (laughs) this. top of the hour. (laughs) More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A man in Baltimore County, Maryland, recently won $100,000 on a scratch-off ticket. And get this, this is his third time winning. I haven't even won once, but then I don't know. What? But yeah, this is third time winning. (laughs) He's won the lottery three times. He's 47 years old, unmarried, uh, works as a cook. He's won $1,000 earlier this year, $10,000 last year. He picked up his latest winning ticket at a Walmart near his home. He told lottery officials he was shocked, but although he's won $100,000, he has no plans to retire anytime soon, and he's going to use his winnings to purchase a rental property. Uh, so what are the odds of winning the lottery three times? <laughs> one That's time. Yeah. I wow. know one thing. I'm with him on that. I can't get out with a hundred. Yeah. Give me a hundred million. Yeah. And you're gone. But, uh, he got a hundred thousand. Uh, when he cooking, I bet you he got a different attitude. These eggs be out when I get them down. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't rushing no bell more. Is no. it smart, Steve, for him to, to purchase a rental property? Outstanding. 
smart mm-hmm. guy. I think so. Take that yeah. money and make that money make money. Yeah. Real estate is always a good investment. Real estate, land. Mm-hmm. Land is great to buy because guess what? They're not making no more. Oh, wasn't that a ball player that won the lottery a couple times? I don't remember. You mean a football player? Fo- football player. Hollywood Henderson, Hollywood That's Henderson. who it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's exactly who uh-huh. it was. Did he keep his if money? If I win the big one where you get about 435 mil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way you talk about this, this is really serious for you. Yes! No, he's going he gonna to be naked everywhere he go, dog. He's just going to be naked. Just naked everywhere he go. Just walk. Yeah, and then what are you going to do, though? What are you going to do? Me? Yes. I'm naked with my uncle. What is you talking about? Well, I tell you no. right now, 435 million. That best dress title is mine for it. <laughs> 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 That's your title. Tommy, you said what a little he more got than on naked. Now. <laughs> you said a little more than naked that had your uncle even going, wow. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get shot right in front of my family. I'm I'm telling you. <laughs> right in front of them. I'm going out. You're gonna fake your death. What? Why wouldn't I? I can't. Why? Why? They can't, why, why Tommy? They can't. They can't see where I'm going with this money. Ain't no way they can handle it. <laughs> ain't no way. They, they can't. Handle can't it. Tommy, Tommy no. ain't no need of you coming in the house trying to no. explain where you been. Nah, nah, nah. This gonna be a scene out of a movie right here. I got makeup Tommy. artists, all kind of Tommy. stuff. Just, huh? Tommy. Tommy. Huh? How come you haven't been home in three days? <laughs> I don't live there no more. <laughs> What? I don't live over there. What do you mean? I don't, you don't live, live here anymore. I don't live there with you and them kids no more. I don't live there. No, we so have a family. Good. Yeah, we have a family, but I'm a family from over here. I don't live there with y'all no more. At all. What are we supposed to do? You're supposed to enjoy life. I'm going to make sure you have that. But okay. I don't live over there. Okay, but you just the hit woman? the lottery for 500 million to take home. So hold what on, are you going to give hold, us? Hold on for a minute. Hallie, I'll be in there in a minute. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in there. You and J-Lo sit down till I come in there. Go ahead. Go ahead. On. What is it you want now? <laughs> so out of the 500 million cash that you got, uh-huh. how much do the family get? About a million. Just what? enough to get them gone. What? what? Get them gone. Yeah. Are you insane? Just, get just enough to get them whatever they need to keep. To get them. <laughs> J-Lo, if you don't sit your butt down, quit dancing all the time. Damn. Ooh, I got my hands full over here. What, 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 what do you need? What is it? Hey, man, what? can we get a family more than a million? A one million? You got 500 enough? million. I have no. 500. I... You think we gotta go? Stop <laughs> the million. How much more? How many millions can we give? One per year. All right, uh, year. we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at twenty minutes after. Right after this, Lord J Lo, quit dancing. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, Michael Riley, a U.S. Capitol Police officer, was arrested Friday for obstruction of justice charges related to his communication with a person criminally charged for participation in the the January 6th Capitol riot by Trump supporters. 
Riley allegedly told the other person to delete Facebook posts and also deleted his own Facebook posts, according to a charging document. Riley appeared in U.S. District Court on Friday and was charged with two counts of obstruction, each of which has a maximum possible sentence of 20 years in prison if he wow. is convicted. Yeah. 20. He's, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Give them both of them then. Yeah. <laughs> you tell him about how long 20 years. Yeah, but listen, that's not as much as he served with the Capitol Police. He served with them for nearly 25 years, and the judge allowed Riley to remain free without bail on the condition that he does not possess any weapons. Okay? (laughs) That's great. All of them racist. (laughs) Man, all of them. Let's go. Let's get some (laughs) jail time passed out. Because if they was black, they'd have been convicted. Let's go. And it wouldn't be free, walking around free at You know all. that. Damn your gun. <laughs> right. No. That yeah, but no he's with the, been with the Capitol Police for 25 years, and you're doing this? Yes. Telling people to take down their Facebook posts? Yeah. <laughs> you helping them? Oh, man. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. We'll do some more Would You Rather questions at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are with another game of Would You Rather for the guys. All right, Tommy, you're the prankster on the show. This one's for you. Would you rather be pranked about your wife going to jail or would you be rather be pranked about your wife cheating on you? Oh, no, 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 send her to jail. Hell no. <laughs> you rather send her your to wife. jail. Uh, three to five with yeah. good behavior. I'll I come see you. Many kids be down there on Saturday looking through that thick ass glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 but nah, ain't no cheating on me. We the prankster, you can't get pranked. Okay. Come, get up in here in this orange jumper and get up against this window so I can see. I'm just telling you. Pick that phone up, Tommy. Start asking. I'll bring you some hair color every now and then. All that. All that. I'm these Man. grits. All them inmates gonna have grits. All these yes. grits. Just good grits is all up in your chest. <laughs> Yeah. No. No, Shirley. No, I'm going with jail time. Jail? I can't believe you put your wife in jail. What are you in now? She ain't had no better doing what she did. You go to jail than the cemetery. This is a a prank. It's a prank, Uh -uh. prank. Uh (laughs) King of pranks. The prank can get you killed. Uh What days y'all got peace? Oh, now he know how it feel. Oh, a prank gets you killed. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. we've been trying Tommy, to tell you that. Tommy, one day, somebody, man, going to get to you. Man. <laughs> you ready? Okay, you got that out. You want your wife to go to jail if you were pranked. All right, here's another one for all of the guys. Would you rather have your kids, I know you don't have any kids, Junior, but just okay. say that you, if you did, would you rather have your kids look like you or would you rather have your kids look like your spouse? Oh, oh man. definitely my spouse. They I, better. I, 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 I ain't that you cute. want this pain for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thing? doing well, this pain. Would you want this pain for? <laughs> yeah, sure, I come here every day. I'm not doing good with it now. <laughs> I could I could really go without mirrors, period. You know what I'm saying? But, Tommy, yeah. you're the one that thinks you're cute on the show. I'm Handsome. cute. I'm cute yes, to a certain true. extent. To See, a certain right extent. There. And all we talking about is that extent. <laughs> That's the part we talking about. Right after you get to that extent, let's talk about the extension. It's the extension that we got. 
do, 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 let me ask you something. Do ugly people know they're ugly? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you really, yeah. We, we see yeah, each other I'm, and greet each other just like that. Because let me tell you something. Have you ever seen an ugly person that don't know it? Don't they look uglier to you? <laughs> Man, you see the stomach on that girl? Dog, pull up. She had four kids. Right. Why does your stomach look like this? What's your excuse? Yeah. You ain't got baby weight. All right. You got bakery weight. Bakery. All right. That's our version of Would You Rather for today. We'll Would be you back rather? to close out the show. Our last break of the day coming up. And some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are on this Monday, our last break of the day. Ooh, a lot of football tonight, Junior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe that, Shirley. That question just threw me. Would I rather my kid look like me or my spouse? You better put them kids over there with that spouse. <laughs> yeah, that was... Because that'd be a strange-looking little girl. Man. <laughs> but she has some pretty she... hair, though. Damn, baby, yeah. you look just like Junior. Huh? What? I don't. I, uh, and then, she and then, just uh, start crying, son, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> what my son baby, gonna look like? Baby, uh, you look just like your uncle Steve. What? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But Tommy would send his wife to jail. Man, really, guys? I'm gonna go see her on the weekend. <laughs> what is the, the problem? Would you rather send your wife to jail or have her cheat on you? <laughs> jail. It's a prank, I'm Tommy. Sorry. It's just a prank. But oh, th- th- she's going to jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the Thank one you. I'm choosing. Okay, Thank you, man. Thank you. For I'm, I, I, if it's ten you years, cheat on I'm, me, I'm, I got I'm... to go to jail. This. Right. <laughs> right. Somebody's going to end up in jail <laughs> during this prank. I see that now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I bet not find out you in there and, and and hooked up with somebody. We then we really got another problem. <laughs> <laughs> she coming to the window introducing you. Who is Regina? <laughs> Who the hell is Regina? <laughs> you friends with Regina now? <laughs> huh? Yeah, we friends for the body. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, dogs. I ain't That's what I thought. I ain't, little, man. I ain't That's exactly what I thought, little man. <laughs> I need to go ahead on now. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, this ignorant show. Yeah. No. Get on. Get, get on now. Get out in six months. You don't want this. Hey, let me put. Oh, let me. Man. Let me put some on your books, dog. My bad. Okay. Put... Thank you. Oh man. I like man. spicy hot Cheetos. <laughs> man, I'm bad. Oh, hey, you know. Uh, in closing, let me say this to people. Nice transition, Steve. Yeah, you know, just try to. I don't know how when people ask me for advice on success, career, on my marriage, on my uh, ability to uh, reinvent myself, on my ability to, to remain relevant. I don't know how I can answer this question and not mention faith. I just don't know how. Uh, and so, and, and I can see the look on some people's face when they come to, no, 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 I was talking about like, what's my next move? Who should I talk to? Your next move should be to talk to God. 
I'm telling you, man. Um, somebody came to me and they attend therapy, which I have no problem with. I think it's really great for a lot of people. So uh, please understand what I'm saying. And I'm saying this up top. And they said, Steve, have you ever gone to therapy? And I said, yeah, man, quite a few times. And they said, well, who did you go see? I said, I see, I went to God. And he went, no, I'm talking about when you go into therapy. God and my faith has been my therapy. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't go see a therapist. Please don't understand, because if that's working for you, that's fine. But when they asked me about it, and I told them I had gone, but my therapist has always been God. I have not taken a problem that I've had to God, and he didn't have a, a solution. I've not needed to talk to God in prayer, and he was ever too busy to hear me. That has been my therapy my entire life. I've had some people close to me talk about, will you go to therapy for me? I've, I've talked to therapists for people, but do you know what? And I kid you not, I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this just because we're on the radio. Every therapist I've ever talked to, you know what they told me after we got through talking to me? You won't have to come here anymore, Mr. Harvey. You seem to be fine. Thank you. But I knew that before I came here. But I went for the person because I care about the person and they felt like it would help them. So I went to a session with them. And I got no problem, once again, with going to therapy. I think it works for a lot of people. My therapy has always been my Heavenly Father. My faith, my, my, my understanding of prayer, my understanding of meditation, my understanding of sitting down and writing down my dreams and visions, but nothing, nothing has helped me more in my life than prayer. Nothing, not a single thing. So when you come to me and you ask Uncle Steve about success, what he did, what's your next move, I just don't know how I can ever talk to a person without mentioning faith. I just don't know how, y'all. I really don't. And I'm not telling you once again, before you start getting in the email bag and DMing me and all this, your comments about therapy. Don't worry about my comments about therapy. I'm telling you about mine. If you have a therapist, I'm 100% down with you. And I think it benefits a lot of people. I am not knocking it. But there is no better therapist than your heavenly father. If you have the faith, he's available. If you need somebody to listen, he's always available. If you need somebody that got a real answer for you, his answers is immediate and fail-proof. He will never tell you wrong. And he already know what you need. He ain't got to wait on you to tell him what's wrong and then feed the information back to you till y'all both come to a conclusion. He can tell you right away what's going on. It's about faith, y'all. Develop a relationship with God, and it can change your whole trajectory in life. And it starts immediately. Your faith works now. Those are my closing remarks. Uh, y'all have a good one, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow, okay? Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 